This is Fearless Beauties, a podcast dedicated to voices of color in the beauty industry. We are talking to estheticians, skincare professionals, and beauty industry owners on tactical career tips, professional skill development, and ultimately how we can create a better beauty industry together. As we enter our fourth season, we dedicate our episodes to the skincare professionals who are focused on mindset mastery and building community for all. Welcome back to the Fearless Beauties podcast. On season four, we are joining forces with Nichelle Mosley, the Barrier Queen. We'll be uncovering a mindset mastery challenge, helping people shift their thinking, gain confidence, and foster personal growth. I am your host, Alina Velez. I'm your co-host, Nichelle Mosley. Yeah, welcome back, everybody. Um, Today, we are going to be talking about overcoming limiting beliefs. And I'm really excited to build on this with Nichelle today. Um, And I just wanted to open up by explaining what a limiting belief is. And so these are these are stories that we tell ourselves about who we are and they're not always accurate. So this can look like a narrative of like, I'm not worthy of I'm not ready yet. I don't have enough X, Y, Z. Right. Right. I mean, I I feel like we there's so many compounding things that, you know, contribute to us having these beliefs about ourselves. You know, when it comes to media influences, we talked about social comparison and stereotypes and just, you know, fear fear of failure. I think that that's one of the main reasons why a lot of people, you know, don't want to be seen as a failure. For me, you know, just really growing up as uh, the youngest of 10. Yes, you heard that correctly. The youngest youngest of 10. You know, everyone in my family was just on this path to really, you know, trying to be overachievers and, you know, just ready to just, you know, do whatever it took to get to whatever level it, it it would mean to be at the next level. Right. And, um, and I think that that, you know, comes from a a fear of failure and realizing that, you know, trying to uh, do it all at once doesn't really help you to even really get to the goal that you're trying to get to. So, I mean, I had to learn that the hard way a a few times that you, you can't have your hands in all the pots, you know, just trying to not fail. Right. Right. Well, and it makes me think of the kind of viral hustle culture versus soft girl era um, that's kind of circulating the Internet right now. So um, if you don't know, the hustle culture is glorifying hard work, determination and a constant call to to really push ourselves beyond our limits. Um, And on the opposite side of that, the soft girl era is just embracing mindset, aesthetics and vulnerability. And so I think the question is, can we live in the soft girl era without losing our ambition and goals for success? And I say, yes, they can coexist. Absolutely. What a great question, first of all. (laughs) I think that that's something that we should be raising, you know, 
on a regular basis because there is this, you know, can you have it all? Can you do it all? And, and absolutely you can. I just think that it's some things are going to be taking priority over others. And when you have different seasons in your life, you yeah. know, so realize that it's going to look different for different people. So, mm-hmm. you know, your success, what you deem as successful is not going to be what everyone else deems as successful, but learn absolutely. that, learn that for yourself because don't get caught up in what people are doing. Cause that mm-hmm. that's never going to end well. Well, and like you said, success looks different for everybody. So, you know, success doesn't always mean a lot of money to the next person it might. But to me, it's, you know, being surrounded by love and loving my, my, my company, my, myself. And, um, and I don't mean that selfishly at all. But I do think, like I said, success can look, look different for everybody. So, and it's said, this is what the internet says, but the soft girl approach it can lead to heightened creativity. So I think that they can kind of feed each other. And I, and like I said, I, I do think that they can really coexist. But talking about upbringings, man, I did not know that about you, Michelle. You're the youngest of 10. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm quite the opposite. I'm quite the opposite. I'm an only child. <laughs> wow. I'm a, yeah, I'm an only child. So I'm sure a very different different upbringing kind of all eyes on me situation, right? I mess up. It's like, well, I'm the only kid, so I'm a mess up. <laughs> I'm I'm successful. I'm, you know, but from the lens of my parents, of course, and my family. But um, I wanted to touch on a little bit of just money and what that can kind of look like with a healthy or, or um, unhealthy relationship. So I was really kind of brought up with the understanding of being rich or having a lot of money was kind of associated with evil or like dark energy. And I feel like as I became an adult and started, you know, touching my own money, just having that mindset switch of you know what? No, having a lot of money isn't a bad thing. And I can bless a lot of people and I'm blessed. So yeah, I just feel like that was huge for me. Um, once I was opened my mind to that possibility of touching real money and, and um, having consistent income coming, like, no, this is, this is a blessing and I want to do good things with it. It really, it really changed my life for the better. I don't know if you can relate, Michelle. I can 100% relate. You know, I, I think when it comes to the ways that we are brought up and, you know, those unconscious beliefs that we have, they can really shape the way that we view the world or we Mm -hmm. pursue things in life. And, you know, if you aren't willing to be self-aware or, you know, think about how you have come to the decisions that you have, then, then you can stay a little bit stuck, you know? So I can relate to, you know, for me and my family, it was, it was not only was it associated with dark energy, but also, you know, people who are not necessarily like considering, considering uh, the underdog or, Mm -hmm. you know, giving everyone their fair share, that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. So I think that those uh, beliefs are, you know, they can be sometimes ingrained, but, you know, being aware of it and trying to, you know, 
counter-reacted. You know, Mm -hmm. like you said, when you have the ability to put your hands on the things that you can multiply and how you can touch other people's lives, you know that this, you know, this can only be for the good of things. You know, Mm -hmm. it it really is about your intention. It's about, you know, the way that you define things for yourself and uh, that you have to go through a process Um, I think that there's a little bit of a death when it comes to, you know, the, the way that our family sees who we can become and Mm -hmm. and the the trueness of who we actually are. And so, you know, there's, there's, there's grief that comes along with those changes. Big time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there is. And, but at the same time, you, you know, you have to go through that healing process in order to, you know, really get to the other side of, you know, what you believe and, and what your values are and what your conviction is. So yeah, I think it's necessary. It's a necessary, necessary process. I think so too. I think um, just in terms of success, how, how success was looked at for the longest time, it was kind of like, you know, you get a good, you go to college, you get a good job, you get married and you have kids, you're successful, you're happy. That's what it used to be. And, and I just think, gosh, now more than ever, it can just be whatever you want it to look like. I've recently realized I don't want kids and that's okay, right? That doesn't make me any less successful or any less of a woman, any less of what have you. I'm happy and my partner's happy. And I just think that that can translate into your career as well. Maybe your culture has told you that you need to be a doctor to be successful or you need to be, you know, whatever. Otherwise, you're you're not really successful. Well, guess what? When you're living in your purpose, that is success. That that's what feels good. And so I, I'm just I'm just huge on just living in your purpose and being true to you. Oh, I just I love the way that you put that because you know it, it's so much more than what other people can define you as, and mm. and when you can really lean into what you believe, you know what your purpose is, what you have been called to do, then that's where your magic is. You know, that's, that's mm-hmm. where your, your empowerment is. That's where that the self-empowerment is just something that oozes out of you. And so it not only gives you like the, the growth mindset, but it also, you know, helps to develop, like, just like you said, other ways that you can be creative, you know, other ways that mm-hmm. you can contribute other ways that you can engage. And it's just, is so encouraging when, when you, when you know that you have that really, you know, it's, it's never really been outside of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think you just, you never know who's watching and not that it matters and not that you should be doing it for who is watching, but I guarantee you there's people watching what you're doing. And I love the, the John, John Maxwell. Um, he's a great leadership speaker and, and author and I listen to his podcast um, on my commute to work, but he talks about leaders leading better when they're by action. So not just just not just doing not just saying one thing, but by by living and doing people, it's contagious. People feel that way deeper. And I think it could be it could be people in your family where they're like, gosh, Michelle's really doing her thing. Like, 
you know, I want to, I want to be like her, you know, what is she doing to be so successful? And so that's, what's powerful is when you're living in it and you're day by day walking and doing the right things when nobody's looking, when it's you and the universe alone, it's these little choices that you're making the right choices. And, um, and it's powerful, man. It's powerful. And people feel that and and they want to follow you. And I just think that that is, it, it's, it's just huge. It's the future. I agree. You know, it's magnetic. Like you said, it's that, yes. ripple, that ripple effect. Mm-hmm. It's, it's something that you can really transform your community if you're tapped in, in a way that is genuine and, you know, really trying to be an unconditional person, I, th- I think that that's something that you can cultivate. And, you know, if you're, if you're intentional about it, then you can be really generous with the way that you're building the community that, that you want to, yeah. you know, making sure that that future is within your grasp. So, yeah. Big time, big time. Yeah. And so I thought we could maybe touch on a little bit of community over competition. Um, just kind of what that what that looks like and what that means. So, you know, for me, it really means having the ability to network and be vulnerable, you know, be mm-hmm. transparent about where we all stand so that we can mm-hmm. really speak to the truth and, you know, help each other get to the next level, help each other grow. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, in those moments, I feel like that's when you have real, true, genuine community. And if if you are someone who struggles with, you know, connecting or, you know, having the ability to open up, you know, I, I think it can be really hard to find a place where you belong, you know, find, yeah. find a place where you fit in. And for me, you know, like, I think that it it was a struggle, you know, just trying to manage that when when it comes to like, you know, how much do you share? How much do you, yeah, <laughs> you know, right. like, you know, hold back because it's it's it it can be just a little bit overwhelming. And I humility, I, yeah, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And when you find those relationships and you can, you know, have the opportunity to really open up take them, you know, just really hold space for it, for people in your, in your industry, because that's how we really make the impact that we're trying to make. And, you know, when, when you're about something, when it comes to, you know, being for truth, you know, or for love, for hope, whatever those things are being genuine and really connecting is how you really build on it. Yeah. Yeah. And my boss, Mary Nielsen, she always says there's enough bad skin to go around. Mm -hmm. There's enough, there's enough skin to treat. You know, I asked about this, Michelle, the other day about gatekeeping. And Mm -hmm. um, we don't gatekeep, by the way, (laughs) (laughs) but being transparent, being open to sharing trials and tribulations and um, being willing to maybe a little bit of humility is going to happen and maybe you're going to share a little bit more than you thought you were going to share. That's what connection is about. And connection is, is community. Community is connection. There's enough money. There's enough skin. There's enough business for everybody that we don't need competition. 
I think it's a scarcity mindset, you know, when someone is just feeling like, you know, there's not enough to go around or you somehow don't bring enough to the table in order to, you know, really set yourself apart. I I think Mm -hmm. that there's, there's so much that we do that's different and, you know, our personalities are different. The way that we speak Mm -hmm. to things that are different, we specialize Mm -hmm. in different things and there's so much that we do that's just different, you know, in the way that we even massage faces or, Mm -hmm. you know, might do extractions. It's, it's so different. Everything that you do is your own magic. And I don't think that that can be duplicated. So, you know, when it comes to, you, you being able to share you or you choosing to gatekeep it's really to your own good or to your own detriment absolutely you know? i think if you find yourself wanting to gate gatekeep you should you should kind of reevaluate gosh where is this scarcity mindset coming from why why do i feel this way yes. and so maybe we can just talk about being women of color and how we have overcome that scarcity mindset to be where we are today. Absolutely. So, you know, I I will definitely say that I've, I've been someone who's had to struggle through, you know, people seeing my, my, my growth as competition and that doesn't feel good. You know, it doesn't feel good to want to be around like-minded people who will celebrate you and Mm -hmm. be happy for you. So finding the people who, you know, weren't going to be conditional or, you know, really treat me in a more minimalistic type of way, you know, just very conservative, very subdued about, you know, what I was trying to bring to the table when, you know, I was being so passionate, so open hearted, so full in wanting to contribute, being someone who can discern and realize that, you know, not everyone is going to be happy. Not everyone Mm -hmm. can make the journey. You know, some people will lose oxygen uh, Mm -hmm. as as you rise to the top, but that doesn't mean Mm -hmm. that you stop, you stop your, you know, what you're doing. Like you, you keep your stride, you keep going for your goals. And although you might be someone who's uh, ambitious, you know, look to other women who have that more unconditional, that more generous authentic, genuine optimism, because Mm -hmm. if, if you find those like-minded women, then you'll, you'll, you'll see that the conversation is different. You know, you'll feel that the, that the celebration is different Mm -hmm. and, you know, going through this process of, you know, changing my mindset and really pouring into my own personal growth. It's, it, it's always been something that I've been like on this lifelong journey for, you know, so I I feel like it's me trying to forge this loving relationship with my own survival. And Mm. if I can find other people who are, you know, trying to also make a difference, trying to Mm -hmm. also have an impact, then, you know, think of how much more, how much bigger our impact can be together. So That's what I'm looking for, you know, a, a definitely a different conversation, not talking about people, but trying to help. Yes. People. Yes. Oh my gosh, that is so good. That is so so good. I think for me, I went through some seasons of of really trying times and really trying to figure out what my purpose is and and still, you know, there there are trying times and and it's always evolving, but just really kind of I've said this before, but just really feeling like lost in the sauce like really shaped me 
into who I am. And I just feel like you can break old habits. When I was feeling lost in the sauce and just dark times, and I always resorted back to, for me, it was always affirmations and journaling. And and that was a way that I could write down how I was feeling in ways on days. And then I could re, you know, go back and look. And that made me feel like, oh my gosh, I've come, I've come such a long way. I have a sports background. So growing up, I played really competitive basketball. I'm 5'1". So I've always felt like being brown, being small, being a woman, all odds were against me. And so I just, from a young age, feel like I've had to work harder. And and I feel like um, it created a great work work ethic. But I, I, I've had to try to not let that harden me and harden my heart and let my soft girl era shine, right? And so that those two worlds of the hustle culture of, of, of trying to outwork everybody and, and trying to be seen as a professional in the industry, I've just really tried to capitalize on my soft girl era so that I can, I can just uh, harmonize kind of those two worlds of, of hard work, but also, hey, you know, I, I'm soft and I have feelings and I don't want people of color and women of color to have to continue to feel like they have to work 10 times harder. It should be equal. It should, we should be equally seen. It should be an equal effort and just feeling belonging. It's huge. I went down a tangent, but. <laughs> no, 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 no. I love I love every word that you said because it's true. You know, we face so much adversity and yeah. as women of color, you know, in our industry, in the ways that we have to be determined and resilient, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's something that you have to overcome and it isn't something that should lightly be spoken of. It's true. It's a real reality. And, you know, it's also very taxing and it's, it's such a way for us to, you know, have burnout if we aren't, if we aren't conscious. Mm -hmm. So, you know, leaning into that soft girl era, knowing when you need to, you know, put it in grind mode or, Mm -hmm. you know, really step up your, you know, your game or really fall back so you can find your femininity, you know, yeah. so that you can feel like you are not, you know, being the boss of everything, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. I mean, there's so many hats that we have to wear, not only as business owners, but as women, you know, as women of color, I think that it's, it's so multifaceted. It's so intersectional when it comes mm-hmm. to, you know, the ways that we have to be so dynamic and, you know, really different. And I mean, it is the magic, right? So like that is something is undeniable and, and it's because of how hard we have to do those things. But at the same Mm -hmm. time, we can't lose our humanity. We can't lose that empathy and we have to guard against, you know, hardening our hearts and, you know, losing the love that we have because we have so much love. So, you know, be mindful, be, be, intentional and you mm-hmm. know find the the other side of just hard work because that's something that you know in my family I can say has been a personal mission you know uh, my my family my 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 aunts my mom my uh you know my grandmother all of them have worked into their 90s 
Wow. Into their 90s. My mom, she still owns a company now and she's 85 years old. And, you know, I always just think, you know, when is it going to be your time? Yeah. When do you get to rest and take the time that you need for all of the things that you've done? And I think we need to be okay with saying, you know, it's okay to rest. It's okay to give myself grace and I don't have to prove so much, you know, right. It can be really ingrained. And I think that, you know, that worth ethic is a beautiful thing, but Mm -hmm. you have to be really conscious about it not being, you know, an oversight where you are, you know, being a workaholic or trying too many things. And I'm speaking to myself right now. <laughs> yes. Because, I'm taking notes. Know, <laughs> yes. I mean, you know, we're, yeah. we're, we're all on this journey and it isn't yeah. something that, you know, you just arrive at and no. now, now you're, you just know what to do, you know? So mm-hmm. like, I think this yeah. is the reason why we're having these conversations, you know, is so that we can realize, you know, even people who are, you know, striving and doing, the most that they can, they also still have to be conscious and be aware. Yeah, it's a balance. It can be really challenging to um, to harmonize those two those two sides of things, the hustle and the soft. Yeah, I think once you you get to a place where like, okay, I think I'm headed in the right direction. I, I I'm feeling like I'm feeling authentic. I'm feeling vulnerable. I'm hustling. You gain some traction. You gain some momentum. That's when the magic happens. Yeah. And, you know, finding those role models, finding those, you know, mentors, people who can help you walk alongside you so that you understand what it is supposed to look like, you know, because for me, like I said, I didn't I didn't really have that growing up. I didn't know what it looked like to have a soft girl era. Like what? <laughs> Rest. <Right. laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? So like, yeah. yeah, you you have to, you know, develop that muscle and be willing to, you know, let people in so that you can understand, OK, there is there needs to have a balance. There has to be a harmony. And if you aren't finding that, then it isn't real success. You know, and if you don't feel like you know anybody who who can offer this or contribute in that way, I would just really encourage to to pick up a book. And so I mentioned this in the last episode, but the the slight edge that I'm currently reading, it's a really easy, easy read, but so many knowledgeable nuggets. I'm just marking this book up. But um, I think that reading um, self-growth books and, you know, um, podcasts, listening to podcasts are a really great way to to fill your mind with healthy material, man, because it's a lot of unhealthy stuff circulating the Internet, too. Yeah, yeah it's it's foundational. Right. So, yeah, having the, you know, the intentionality to know that you have to start the day with, you know, pouring into yourself you know, Mm -hmm. being intentional about the things that you are opening yourself up to. And, you know, then trying to expand on that, trying to get that 1% better. Um, We talked about Atomic Habits in the last episode, but it's also a book that I've been, you know, trying to incorporate and read on a regular basis and take breaks to, you know, make sure that those habits are also habits that can sustain me and habits that will, you know, 
help me to relax and, you know, use different tools and and not just go to the things that I know all the time, just be, you know, more, more willing to, you know, have a conversation about like, what does it look like to, to, to have a a change, a different mindset, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think being Mm -hmm. open to that is, is, is an, is an important part of it too. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And I just feel like, you know, once once you get to a place where you can overcome these limiting beliefs, that's when you start to come into your your true potential and and your true success. And so that's why we're talking about this, right? Because we want everybody to be successful and to ultimately we're we're creating a a more fruitful uh, just a better world in general. And, and it starts small, starts, starts small and it smart, starts with us. It really does. You know, as we're inspirations to other people, I think that they will also be inspiration to other folks, you know? So yeah. if you're someone who can embrace, you know, your true potential and you can challenge any type of like limiting belief or social mm-hmm. barrier, then that makes you that much more, you know, just equip with the things that you will encounter. Um, and so you, you're, you know, building that muscle, you're getting stronger in your confidence and you're, you're, you know, having more self-empowerment and that allows you to have the community, have the support, you know, find the ways that you can grow without self-sabotage, you know, those Mm, things. Yeah. I think that are, you know, a part of, if you don't know the way you can, you know, start to get really lost in the weeds. So definitely, definitely, you know, rainy days, bad days are inevitable. And I just think that 1% that you're building up daily, doing all the things that you should be doing and, you know, the affirmations and the strengthening of your soul and kind of putting that into a piggy bank. And then when those rainy days hit, you've got something there to kind of cushion you a little bit. And it doesn't feel as bad as when you that bank is empty and you're just rock bottom. You know what I mean? You've got somewhere to kind of keep you going and, and, and reflect on. And personally, that has been huge for me in just building a spiritual strength for when those bad days hit. It's like, okay, I got my bank built up. I'm, I'm going to be okay. You know what I mean? It's so important. It's so important to, you know, know when you are getting to the edge or, Mm -hmm. you know, making sure you don't get to that, that level. So trying not to burn out, you know, trying to, even though you are someone who loves doing what you're doing, you know, creating space for you to just have coloring time, puzzle time. I mean, sure. that, that are not, you know, just all about work. So right. just being mindful about the things that you can do to be creative or, you know, what you did as a child, you know, some of those things can really help you to think about like, oh, what, what do I like to do? Sometimes you're working so much that you start to forget like, oh, what is it that I do other than work? Think, right. about, think about those things that you used to do when you were a kid. Did you like yeah. to, you know, do sculpting or were you a baker or did mm-hmm. you, were you a dancer? That's what I yeah. personally did. I yeah. am a dancer at heart and I absolutely love to do that every chance that I get. So, you know, incorporating those in a more routine way that can also mm-hmm. help you to, you know, break out of that 
belief system. So absolutely getting back to the basics is, is just foundational. Um, and is a really just good, good place to start and end honestly. Yeah. Like you said, going back to, um, things that made you happy as a kid, um, as long as they're healthy choices, of course, but True. you know, well, Michelle, do we have anything else we want to discuss on this episode? I think we covered it all. So, you know, I'm really excited about, you know, people being able to do our download that we have for this particular episode, helping them to, you know, really analyze their beliefs, you know, think about where those core memories came from and, you know, how they could be potentially holding them back, you know, and just think about the ways that they can reframe them, you know, so that it can be more empowering. Yeah, I'm excited. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much, Michelle. Um, you guys can find us on Instagram. You can find me at True Skin Lab. Um, connect with us on Fearless Beauties also on Instagram. And Michelle? You can find me at Michelle Mosley, the Barrier Queen. So awesome. I look forward to connecting with everyone. Thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you at the next episode. <laughs>